Hi everyone, so this is Logan, and uh, this is my podcast, um, I have yet to name it, so right now it's just Untitled Project, um, yeah, so, um, right now it's just going to be movie reviews, um, on the, uh, uh, during the times that I could actually do one, so I just got out of, um, Sorry, I'm just going to jump right into this, uh, sort of abruptly here. I'm not going to give any, excuse me, any, uh, sort of preview. Um, yeah, so I just got in, I just got out of the movie, uh, screening for, uh, The Hate You Give. And, uh, yeah, and it was, um... It, uh, it, it, it carried a, a, a very powerful, evocative message. Um, it, um, some of the other, so, okay, alright, so it's, I feel like the, the main, the, the, the main point that it was trying to make, it really drove that home, and the social justice aspect in regards to police brutality, um, it really showed the sort of grim reality of that, and, um, the sort of, um, action and response, uh, sort of exchange, uh, that happens every time there's, um, uh, shooting of an unarmed black man, you know, um, and uh and it did really well on that so it was so good all of that stuff was great uh it was poignant it was visceral um it had me by the fucking balls it was man and i it had me on the edge of my seat it was um just great just well executed well done um i wouldn't change a damn thing so some of the other stuff, so some of the other sort of plot um, plot lines that had kind of fell flat and were kind of thin, um, probably thinly thinly written characters, um, not really fleshed out well. Some of the relationships between the characters. Uh, weren't really fleshed out well, um, or mapped out well. Um, the family dynamic of the main character, uh, Manla Stenberg, a star, all, that was fucking fantastic. Everything about that was great. I wouldn't change anything about that. I was, I, um, every time any one of the, any time the family was on screen, um, I was in. I was captivated, and I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Uh, and that stuff was just fucking great. And 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 I wish. So this movie had a lot of editing problems and a lot of I think pacing problems. And I think that it could have really trimmed a lot of excess superfluous bullshit off of final product, and it would have been a fucking masterpiece, 
uh, I mean, shit, everything, everything within the neighborhood itself, within the main uh, setting or milieu of the movie, was great. Uh, the 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 depiction of the the gang violence and the uh, some of the grim realities of the being in in, in uh, that sort of neighborhood. It uh, was all great, and I man, it was and it was just and the way that it talked about the police was so on the nose, and it was so it so hit the mark. Um, and, and it didn't shed a negative light on it, you know, it wasn't like calling them pigs or whatever the fuck, you know, I feel like that's going to deter people from coming to see it, because um, I feel like it's going to be this anti-cop propaganda, it's fucking not, and I get so fucking tired of that shit, like, okay, so when you have a movie like Black Clans, right, and that movie also got black for being that way too when really if you saw the movie it was so like like I wish that that movie had been a little bit more hard bitten in its tone and in rhetoric about the police it was not that way at all it kind of took a very friendly and amicable sort of stance towards police even though historically they've been these sort of assailants against black bodies, that's not the way that they were portrayed on screen. And I wish that Spike Lee had done a little bit better with that. And that was one of my biggest qualms with that movie is that it didn't do that well. And it didn't accurately represent what I feel like the police force, or it didn't even have to be. Like, I think in a movie in which you talk about race, you can't have a police force and not address the racial uh, inequities and system of inequality that exists within the uh, institution of the police. You just can't. With it, like you can't talk about law enforcement in a race movie and not talk about how they have disproportionately been uh, uh, arrested and, and uh, uh, well, I'm trying to think of how to say this. They disproportionately targeted black people. And, 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 you, and you just can't. You just can't. You can't fucking do it. And Spike Lee did it. And he shouldn't have. Uh, and that was, like I said, one of the biggest problems with that movie. And he just kind of, like, skirted the, the edge of some of that stuff and didn't really address it. And I think this movie did that. And it did that really well. And I think this is an important movie because of how well it did that. However, it had some other shit in there that was really just subpar, and it was really like, uh, it was just not well done, and it was not well written, and and basically, I, I think it, they could have just done without some of it. Like, the movie would have been sufficient, sufficient, in its uh, 
if it had just stayed within, so like the, the the double consciousness stuff at the beginning of the movie, where she goes and she has the code switch in between uh, who she is at home and her home life, uh, and who she is in her uh, in the black community versus how she is when she's at a predominantly white school, and and she has to switch between those identities, and I think. The way that it talks about that and it makes some great points about that, um, like I said, it's just beautiful, and I uh, that that's great. Um, and the stuff with all the all the stuff with the police is great. The the parents, so like all the performances in this movie, aside from. Uh, the white people, mostly, uh, uh, or basically the white people. Um, we're good. Uh, excuse me. We're great. And, and I think that it really, um, viewed this family through, with a lens of sensitivity and care and sympathy and uh, really viewed it with a realistic perspective. And I, and I think, like the parents, for instance, uh, and the way that they were so protective over the daughter, you know, um, but also you had the dad. Well, you had two sides to the dad. And, and, and yes, like one of the problems, I guess, is that maybe it kind of smacked patriarchy here and there, or just a tad, but again, I don't, I, I think that, for me, I was able to get past all that, obviously I'm a dude, but, um, I was, I, I don't think that really matters in the context of this movie, I mean, I, I mean, sure, it's there, whatever, um, and it's a problem, obviously, I was, for me, watching it, right, I was able to put that aside um, because I was so uh, interested in the uh, in the in the in what in his approach and in his uh, parenting style, and I that I could kind of just dismiss that. So his thing is that he was very. He's very protective, and and he would have fucking hunt down anyone who threatened his daughter, you know, and done anything to keep her safe. He would have he would have done anything to keep her safe, right? And keep her out of harm's way. However, there's another side to him as well. That is this sort of, um, he takes a less sort of non-violent Martin Luther King approach to certain things. And, and I think that the way that that was, um, and his acting was impeccable and, great, I think the way that that character was 
written is just what was so good about it. But I, and I'm trying to think of how to even talk about this, but he, so his thing was that he, I think that um, enveloped within his being is this sort of um, competing um, narrative of uh, should we act um, a little bit more um, with a little bit more of an impassioned, fervent spirit, or should we be a little bit more reserved uh, for safety concerns? That's the best way I can do that. And I'm trying to, because a lot of this stuff is just, because for me, a white guy talking about race is just kind of dynamite. <laughs> So I'm trying to, you know, be careful, but he, I think that the way, so he, so he wasn't, he was trying to protect his daughter, but he also wanted her, so the reason why he bestowed, or excuse me, christened her as, with the name Star, uh, was obviously representative of the fact that he wanted her to shine, you know? And I think that he saw this sort of great potential in his kids. And I think that he he genuinely wanted to keep them safe, but at the same time, he wanted them to be boys. And and I think that he wanted for um, I think he wanted to write the ship sort of you know uh, in this sort of civil rights struggle and I think that he wasn't he wasn't necessarily putting his kids on the front line I don't think that's sort of the front lines I don't think that's what he was trying to do and I don't think that was his goal per se I think that he was saying that if at least in his eyes, the that putting himself or sacrificing himself for the expense of his of the black community for the rest of the black community um, is a worthy sacrifice. And he was saying that 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 you know for the betterment uh, of um, society that he would sort of throw caution to the wind, so to speak, um, and put his head on a chopping block in order for the rest of the black community to be lifted up. So he would be okay with dying, becoming a martyr, being a status symbol, being whatever, if it meant that... um, it could help lift up the black community and yeah. 
and that he could become this, yeah. So I think that he tried to instill his kids with that sort of, that same philosophy. You know, the one about, like, yeah, I don't do anything stupid or whatever, but like, at the same time, like, we're all in this fight together, and we all have to join hands, and we all have to fight as uh, a coherent unit. And even if that means um, sacrificing, even if that means um, allowing yourself to get hurt uh, or even killed in extreme circumstances uh, for there to be just, you know, to fight the good fight, Um, and that's okay. And that's the best way I can say that. And I think that, and I loved, and I loved that, and I loved um, everything about his philosophy and his worldview, and I loved that I, I felt like he had these sort of different, or not contradictory, but they, I felt like he had this sort of conflict, you know, like he loved his kids, but not even but, he loved his kids, and he loved, um, he, he, and he was proud of his black heritage, and, and I think everyone in this movie was, like, I, I, I you know, and, and that was really cool to see, and, and I loved that, and I loved, yeah, I just, I loved everything about that, oh, God, it was so good, and the mom, was oftentimes, you know, uh, not a voice of reason, but she was often the the uh, the one that tried to nurture and coddle, you know, as opposed to the dad that kind of wanted them to have that sense of uh, 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 that tenacious sort of uh, attitude, you know, uh, to sort of go get them go-getter mentality thing, right, you know, and she came in here, and she was kind of the, uh, mama bear of the situation, you know, and she didn't want her kids to get hurt, it was, and it was really tough, you know, and I, uh, yeah, uh, I can't, like, I, and, like, obviously, when you have someone who becomes the sort of public persona, and who becomes, um, this, 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 this public profile in which, um, other black people can get behind and rally behind, right? Then it's almost like automatically there's a target on the rack, you know? Um, because they're now seen as a, uh, a threat to, American democracy um, because they're preaching black liberation theology. And 
that that harps back. I mean, that just goes back for ages, right? And so the mom was obviously scared. I mean, gee, that's her old daughter. And so she didn't want, you know, her daughter standing up necessarily for this guy, uh, for her friend that died, because... She would be essentially putting herself in, in danger, you know, or at least that's what the mom thought. I mean, they blow out the face and everything, but in the first video, um, but, but yeah, so all of that was great. The family dynamic was great. The girl, so there was a girl in this movie, um, she, I think she was a Disney Channel star at some point or something, I don't know, but. She, it was awful. That that whole thing was terrible. I wish they had just taken that entire fucking thing out. It didn't even, it didn't need to be there. There was no, like, it didn't resolve well at all. There was no, it just, like, totally left that thread hanging. I was left with this, like, sense of, of like, what? <laughs> like, why there was no reason for it to be there it, it it contributed nothing it was insignificant and she was basically there to be this fucking nuisance and headache she would just she just got on my last fucking goddamn nerves and oh and it was just so bad and because she, she was supposed to be this idea of like the 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 the, the, the micro aggressive like white girl right who has this very sub subversive form of racism yeah you, know? uh, you know and she touts these she didn't tout I mean she she just she. She has these sort of racially insensitive, implicit biases, um, although it's not that implicit. But she, there's a lot of micro assaults, micro insults, microaggressions that are just thrown out. And she says a lot of things that are just bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And she, supposed to be, I guess, the embodiment of the, of the, the white person who, you know, rejects the idea that he or she is a racist, but if they really just did some self-reflecting, it would be like, you know, you're, you're a fucking racist, um, you know, and I get that trope exists everywhere, and that's the thing. I mean, fuck, on my campus, uh, I go to the University of Mississippi, that, whatever she was, is literally everywhere. It's literally everywhere. I mean, you know, yeah. But the way that they dealt with it and handled that entire situation was just really bad. Uh, I was not a fan of the resolution that uh, 
that plot line at all. Like, point blank, period. Um, yeah, and I just think, oh, it was just so bad. And the dude, the boyfriend, right? So you have the boyfriend, too. Who, um, yeah, I don't think needed to be there. And I get that he was, like, he kind of provided some, uh, some comic relief, you know, here and there. And I guess that's fine, whatever. But, like, they totally goofed him on certain points. And, like, there were certain points that, or certain things that he said, like, I don't see color, right, at the very end, that, but it was unnecessary, and it was not even addressed. Like, it was like, he said it, and, like, I, and I guess it was supposed to be, like, oh, he tripped up, and it was supposed to be funny, and it was like, but I feel like the director assumed the intelligence of the audience, like, I wish, like, you know, and I, I just, I wish that it had done more to address that, like, it totally, like, it would raise, so this movie, the problem with this movie is that it would raise certain issues, and then it wouldn't even address it, it wouldn't even engage with those questions, like, it would just totally like, what the fuck? Like, the double consciousness thing, right? Like, it's, like, it brought it up, and then it dealt with it. Like, right then and there, at the very beginning. And it just kind of nipped it in the bud, and then it went on with the rest of the movie. Um, but not in a way that felt misplaced. I mean, it felt like it, it, it was a, a much-needed, um, um, and it like that plot line informed a lot of the the movie. You know, her uh going uh to school and going back home and that you know uh and both of those experiences happening simultaneously or alternatively or whatever. Um separately but also simultaneously. Um, and, but, like, that was a through line, you know, in the movie, uh, but the way that it dealt, like, it dealt with it, and very, I think it dealt with it, um, proficiently, and, uh, masterfully, and, um, yeah. So, and all it needed was like a few sentences, and that was it. You know, it didn't need to drop the hammer on the whole on the whole issue. Like it was just like, okay, you brought it up, address it, and it did, right? Yeah. And it was a real little tidy way of doing it, and it also didn't take you out of the movie. Uh, it was distracting for the movie because it informed a lot of the movie. So, it just worked. But there were other issues with the boyfriend. Like, I wish that it had talked more about the fucking black-white relationship. Like, it had that in here, and it didn't even talk about it. Like, 
like I like I like there was one time like they brought him home or whatever to meet the dad, you know. And then there were a few times where she got like a side eye from some of the white girls there at her school, some of the bougie ass the white girls at her school, right? Um and then, you know, she she brought him home to the dad, and then the dad goes, uh, uh, he's white, or whatever, and, like, thinks he's a chauffeur when he first sees him. Um, like, all this is great, but, like, I feel like you could have done more with that relationship. Like, I just, uh, and, like, I get that he's supposed to be this proxy for the white person who's like attempting or maybe trying to 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 do right right and be this this woke individual although like he was never challenged on any of the things he said he was never Right? They just totally just like left him. Yeah. Uh, and I don't. And I don't. I don't like that. Like I. I. I think that to recognize your own. Like I think you need to diagnose the problems in order to find a cure. And I think that it didn't often do that with him. Like. I don't know, like it would recognize there was a problem, but it wouldn't diagnose it for the character in play. Like it, it, it would, it would just gloss over it. And it was ridiculous. I, I just, I don't know. I didn't like any of that. And I, uh, and I wish it could have done better. And it sucks because this movie could have been so good. It could have been a solid like hour and a half and made and would have gone down in the annals of history as one of the greatest movies about race ever made. Yeah. But I think that it just really just failed to meet or even, or at least, you know, meet or exceed the the standards that were set um, by Get Out, you know, a few years ago, Um, which is such a high bar, I guess, but, like, the thing with Get Out, though, is that, like, okay, so I'll say this, my problem with Sorry to Bother You earlier this year, too, was kind of the same problem that I have with this one, and that there were just too many things going on and and it succeeded at some but it failed at others and so it just turned out to be this sort of mess of a movie uh, in which there were too many tangled up plot points and plot lines and, and yeah I don't know but this one was also like just very similar in how sorry to bother you was 
and I'm pretty sure this one was is also a directorial debut, so that's probably why. Usually, when you come in on your first directorial debut, you just try to sort of uh, impose um, every idea you've ever had into one movie, into one vehicle of a movie. Uh, you know. But uh, but it just doesn't work, and I and I think there was just a lot of stuff. It was just a, a hodgepodge of stuff, and and uh, yeah, and I think a key to a good movie is making it compact, and it's uh, making it. Um, I think it's making every little thing matter. And I just think that a lot of this stuff could have been cut out and put in a, in a uh, deleted scenes reel, and, uh, and it would have been a much better movie. Yeah. So because there just there there wasn't a lot of stuff like there wasn't really a connecting tissue between some of the scenes and some of the characters. Uh, a lot of them were there, and it was just like, I don't know. I mean, like, some of the stuff with the, the boyfriend, like, could have just been, like, a, a, an SNL skin, you know? And, and it was really, just didn't go, like, tonally, and, like, this movie was just, like, just fluctuated a lot like just a lot, like just wax and waned, and I, and I wasn't sure how to like, uh, I don't know, like I, I, I don't know, it was just, there was too much crammed into one film, that's, that's gonna be my review for this, too much crammed, too much stockpiled in, into one, yeah, into one film, and, yeah, and it could have been good. It could have been a, a you know, it, it could have been a satirical, not a satirical, but it could have been a, a very good representation of, of the police, uh, the race, the race relations, you know, and with the uh, uh, black people and caught the sort of, um, yeah. So. But because there was so much of this other stuff in there, it ended up just kind of falling flat. You'll have to forgive me because I'm starting to get really tired. And if my voice starts to slur, and uh, if I'm starting to sort of lose my train of thought, uh, that's why. Because I can literally feel my, like I'm just kind of in a haze right now. Um. But yeah, I think you see it. It's 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 something you know. I don't know. I uh, I think that it does better with the police on this one than the other one. I guess I felt like maybe uh, Spike Lee thought he had to sort of give. You know, I I don't know if he tried to just sort of if it's this idea of like false balance. 
like there's a theory of false balance in journalism where it's like you have to give equal weight to both sides, even if, you know, and like, and it kind of did that in this movie. There was one time, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, um, there was one time where this dude gave a speech in this movie that was really just unnecessary. He didn't even need to be there. Like, he could have just totally been taken out of the movie. Like, totally could have been taken out of the movie. So he was black, and he was a cop, and he was defending the sort of methods that and mentalities that a cop has when it's in one of those high-intensity high situations, right, where they can easily mistake a blood hairbrush for a gun or something like that. And we should defend these cops' right um, uh, to shoot someone when they're scared. Basically, the the stand your ground law that they have in Florida is kind of that same idea. It's like if someone feels intimidated or threatened physically or uh, in any way unsettled or whatever, uneasy, um, then they have a right to shoot, you know, and neutralize that threat. That's basically what he was saying. So he was almost defending that cop. He was black and he was defending that cop. And there was no, there was just no need for this movie. Like, I feel like these directors feel like they have to put that in there to, I don't know, show that they're not biased. Like, what the fuck, though? Like, what the fuck? Like, I already said you can't have a movie about race and police and not, like, you, like, what? Why do you feel like you have to have that, that, that right there is false balance. That's a false equivalency. That's like, there was no, like, that policeman totally, and then he even says himself, I mean, I guess that's the point, right? Because he said that he was also complicit in some of the racial prejudices that were, that existed in the police force. He said that at the end before the girl walked off. So I guess that was them being like whatever, but he gave his whole fucking sermon on why he feels like we should be you know less critical of uh, of a cop because when they're in these um, situations that can easily go awry uh, they can resort to self-defense just as a way to safeguard themselves, and that should be okay. Um, and he goes off on this whole fucking rant about it, like it, and it, it was just totally misplaced. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I. Like I said, there was just a few things in there. The thing with him in the car, with the boyfriend in the car at the end, where he said, I don't see color, and then they fucking kiss. 
and everything's fine and dandy after. Like, it just didn't feel right. The thing with the girl, the way that they tied that up, like, she ended up not changing. She was still racist by the end. They just stopped being friends. She, like, the way she confronted her about it was, like, intimidating her and making her fall to the ground and, like, cowering in fear. And then that was supposed to be, like, showing her what it's like. I don't know. Like, it was, like, this weird... I don't, I don't fucking know what that was. I, I don't, I didn't like that at all. Uh, the way that they dealt with the racist girl was awful. The way that the boyfriend was dealt with was awful. There was like a cute, a, a few things in there with him that were okay. Uh, I just wish that either one, the movie was longer so that they could address the uh, the interracial, you know, dynamic of their relationship, because they did not address it. It was just like, I mean, they like alluded to it or referred to some things that may happen, uh, you know, maybe some, some of the, the, the looks that they get whatever, I don't know, and if he was supposed to be the person that I was supposed to insert myself into, um, that didn't work for me either, I did not identify with this person, I often criticized him, and saw him as kind of adult a lot of times, yeah, he was kind of pretty, he had this pretty boy charm, but he was kind of, uh, airheaded a little bit. Yeah. I just didn't identify with him well. And whatever. And, like, I feel like there was a lot of racial, racially, um, insensitive things that he said as well. But, you know, he was trying or whatever, and I feel like he would have listened to criticism if there was any of him, but there wasn't, and he wasn't challenged at all, and I wish that he would have been, and I felt like I would have liked that character a lot more if the movie had done more with him. Um, Like I said, because he, the nature of his character, he was kind of a a minor character, a sort of B-list character that was just kind of thrown in uh, for a few, you know, fucking shits and giggles. I feel like that's all he was for. And, yeah, missed opportunity. Um, just, just a missed opportunity. Yep. So, yeah, I, uh, it's just editing issues. Yep. Fucking just cut and carve some shit out of this movie and you would have a perfect film. A damn near perfect film. Yep. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, that's my two cents on the matter. So I think that everyone should see it. I cried just about half the movie. Um, 
yeah, the first half was much better than the second half, I think. But the moments that were good in the in the movie were very, very good. Uh, there was a girl in front of me that actually had to walk out after she uh, had this this sort of crying fit, and uh, not to put her down, it was tough to watch. Uh, but yeah, after the, the the dude got shot by the police at the beginning of the movie, she ended up walking out. I don't think she could bear to watch. Um, that was hard. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's an important movie. I think everyone should see it. And I'm all for spending my money on black directors because I think we need more of them. And I think we need more movies like this. So, uh, so yeah, everyone go see it. Um, it's been great. Um, I will try to put out these reviews, um, more as I... I'll try to do it every time I see a movie in theaters, but I can't make any promises because I'm my schedule's sporadic, and I don't always I I try to see movies every weekend, at least one one per weekend. But like I said, it doesn't always happen. Uh, it just depends. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'll uh, talk to you soon. This has been Logan um, with um, Untitled project um yeah and uh yeah see ya have a good one bye